podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. What's up, guys? Fuad here, back on Behind the Gloves with another interview. I am finally joined by the one and only Vidal Riley. In his car journey, he's, uh, he's living life as he's got a fight coming up also. But before we get into anything else, Vidal, how you been keeping, bro? How's, how's everything? I've been good. I've been good. You know, everyone was negatively affected by, you know, COVID season. Uh, I would say it had its positives for me. The only negative was that it led to ring inactivity. But yeah. besides that, I still made I still made COVID work for me. And yeah, I'm just ready to get back in the ring now. Of course, you've got a, a huge fight coming up. Um, and like, first of all, let's talk about the card. You're 23 years of age, right? So you're, you're a year older than me. And, you know, you see Mike Tyson towards the end of part of his career. And when you're going into boxing, you'll see a bits and bobs. Did you ever think you were going to be on the undercard of a Mike Tyson fight? Like, it's, it's, it's bonkers. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. Um, you know, the end of his career, I was about seven years old, eight years old. So I wasn't expecting to, to ever be on the same card as him. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it to, to think that you're on the same show, any shows, anything is really, can happen, man. Anything can happen. You can't really project or predict life because, um, yeah, you know, the guy's in his 50s. I thought he'd be doing a pundit job or just doing what he's doing with his podcast, his Tyson Ranch, and now he's going to throw hands again, so... And not not only against anyone, he's fighting Roy Jones. So it's not just Mike Tyson's undercard. You're on Mike Tyson against Roy Jones, which is and, and Roy Jones as well, which is which is uh, again, Roy's a legend of the sport. I feel like he's not really being uh, he's not really the the draw because he's been active. Yeah, of course. So it's not a the novelty of Roy competing. Uh, has definitely worn off but because Tyson's been out so long uh, it's everyone's excited to see what Tyson can do and and what Tyson can bring to the ring but to have two legends in the main event uh, whilst I'm on the show all I can do is perform to show my appreciation there's much more to talk about on the show, but before we do that, let's talk about your opponent, uh, Rashad Colche, if, I'm, if I pronounce his name right. Uh, with all due respect, yeah, the toughest yeah, yeah. opponent to date for you. He's got um, a mixed martial art background as well, so plenty of fighting experience, but he's only had one professional boxing fight. Um, have you studied him much? Can you tell what, what can you tell the fans that don't know about him? Uh, what's there to know? Um, well, I know that he was in the UFC. I know he's been competing. He started off in Muay Thai. He's competed in tons of um, different MMA organizations for a while. Um, so I know that he's tough yeah. because to do that, you have to be tough. But in terms of his boxing ability, I'm going to just have to find out on the night myself, like everyone else. He's only had one fight. Um, he's not at an, at an age where you improve um, exponentially because, you know, he would have passed that learning curve. But it doesn't matter anyway. I don't really study my opponents anymore. I used to. But then you realize that you start programming yourself to see things that they may not do on that night. So I watch a base of them just to see their stance and see if they're aggressive or defensive. And after that, I'm done watching the videos. It's all about on the night if you can adapt. That's the difference between lower-level, mid-level world champions, elites, is the ability to adapt on the night. So with my ability, I know I can do that. I don't need to watch the fight. That kind of leads me, yeah. That kind of leads me to my next question. Then you are like you've had four fights, 
couple of knockouts, couple of you've gone the rounds as well. Um, at this point, against an opponent like him, of course you say you're going to find out on the night what he does, how to adapt. But in your mind, have you got like a, a, a target you want to hit uh, or a, a type of performance that you want to show? Oh, we want to we we finish it. You know, this is my first six-round fight, so I've got extra rounds to break the person down. And I believe I can do that. Round four, five. You know, when you fight a four-rounder, by the time you work the guy out, the fight's done. Mm. In this case... I can work him out. I still got an extra six minutes in, to do to do what needs to be done. So I can set a game plan a bit more from round one yeah. to get the finish. And, and I believe we can get the finish in this fight. And um, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll look. I'll look for it. I'm not not at risk to myself and put myself in stupid positions. But yeah, we do want to get the knockout. And I'll, it's it's not if it presents itself. I'm going to try and set it up to happen. So um, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, I, I, when I look at you, I think fair play. The way you're doing your boxing career is, is really good in terms of, you know, you're getting out there over in America. You're promoting yourself through your YouTube, your music, whatever. Um, and of course, the YouTube boxing that we saw um, last year or even this year. But what I want to ask is, of course, you're competing in the cruiserweight division. It's a packed division here in the UK as well. Is there anyone in, in, in the UK scene that you look at and think, all right, he'll be my first person to sort of blow up over here maybe for a british title uh, there's loads of good good fights over this side there is a lot there's a ton of good fights as i always say to everyone like they i have a respect for all the guys in the division because they all bring their own thing to the to the division they all got ability in their own way but there's no one that i want to tackle on my list first yeah. it's just right now they're all competing amongst each other and providing great entertainment for the UK scene, boxing scene. And that's great because they just add miles on their clock. Yeah. And when I'm ready to come through, they would have already beaten up each other for a couple of years. Yeah. And then I'll come and just clean up the mess. They're, 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 they are good fighters. Yeah. They are good fighters. I'm making that clear. But there's no one that I don't think I'm capable of beating. Yeah. The only thing I lack is experience. That's what they have over me. And that's why I don't talk about them because they're... they're in a notch, they're a notch above me in terms of experience and um, the level of um, events they've been on and stuff like that. So I give them their respect. I don't talk about them, but I don't doubt that in due time, all of them will be uh, suffering a defeat at the hands of myself. I like the confidence. I like it. But who, just, who, who, yeah, well, it's not. A, yeah, it's just a matter of timing. It's just a matter of timing. If I didn't believe I could beat these guys, why am I even boxing? Why, what, what am I supposed to do? Cut weight or put on weight to avoid them? Like, I'm not really going to do that. So it's a matter of giving them the time, giving myself the time to progress at the rate that I need to. And once I've got the experience, because I've already got better IQ than all of them, but it's just time, it's just the experience in the ring. Once that matches my IQ, I've been boxing since I was two years old. None of them know boxing better than me. But I do need the experience. Once I get that, then you'll see. All right, but how about if I word my question differently? Who stands out to you in the UK scene? Because, like I said, there's a pool of talent. Richard Riakpour, Billam Smith, Akoli. Lawrence, Lawrence stands out. Lawrence stands out to me because Lawrence is the best that we have to offer. Lawrence Akoli is the best we have to offer. He's fighting for a world title. He's, he's flying the flag for British cruiserweights right now. So if anyone st stands out to me, it's going to be Lawrence. Chris Billam Smith... He's a good fighter. Richard Riakpo is a good fighter. And I think those are the three that really stand out. Tommy McCarthy and people like that. And 
and uh, what's the other guy's name? Jack Massey and people like that. Like they're there, but they don't stand out to me. It's only Richard, Chris, and Lawrence that actually um, get my attention the most. Um, I'll be I'll be looking forward to if any of those fights happen. I'm sure we're we're working towards uh, um, you know some exciting times in the cruiserweight division. With like I said, there's there's great talent there, including yourself. Uh, let's move back to the card. Let's talk about the card a bit more. Um, obviously, we can't miss the fact that Jake Paul is on the card. Now we we know the relationship yeah. with Jake and JJ and then your involvement. But what stood out to me is what you said I think a couple of days ago about you know you've got nothing against Jake. It's not your you know, rivalries, you know, it's it's his and JJ, so you respect him. A lot of people were, like, kind of taken back by that because it was like, oh, you know, it, it, natural instinct, oh, you're on JJ's team, you shouldn't be saying stuff like that. But what's your what's your sort of response to that? Uh, my response is this. If Jake Paul was really the only enemy in life I had to worry about, I'd be living a very good life. I'd be, very, I'd be a very happy man. If, if Jake Paul was the priority of my enemy list, then yeah, my life will be great, but it's not the case, and never has been. Yeah. They have their they have their beef. If Jake and JJ had animosity because of something that starts away from the sport of boxing, that's completely different. If Jake Paul disrespect JJ's mum, family, brother, whatever, and then that's why they're enemies, then of course I ain't gonna be cool with him. But if you lot's beef is over um, putting on gloves and hitting each other then I don't have no beef with you because me and you are not on the same level. We're not on the same, we're not in the same category of fighting. Yeah. So I don't need you to be my nemesis. You don't see JJ walking around saying, Lawrence Coley is my nemesis because Vidal could fight him one day. So yeah. why am I doing that for him? No, that makes a lot of sense. sense. Yeah. Like I respect, I respect Jake because he's the same age as me and he's made a good living for himself and he's made a brand that's going to last a very long time you know, hopefully. And I, and I like what he has done by creating that and putting himself in positions where he's co-main event on Matt Tyson, Ray Jones cards. Like how can you really dislike someone for achieving things that most 23-year-olds can't even think about doing? Yeah. So that's why I said I respect him. And um, of course, if he fights JJ, there's only one side I'm backing, one side I'm defending. But once that fight's done, that's it. It's done. That's, the, that's how boxing should be. You should respect each other that you both went to battle and move on. It's no long-lasting hatred. You know, if there's no real thing to fuel and fire that, then that shouldn't be the case. I think it's more like the younger generation of, you know, people who follow JJ and yourself that, that might take it in a certain way. But maybe a lot of the a lot of the, the fans that watch you might actually wonder what JJ thinks of it. I'm sure he understands, like, the mutual sort of respect between you two. Oh, no, of course. Like, you know, listen, JJ's not about to message me and be like, why do you respect Jake Paul? Like, I'm, a, I'm my own man. He's my guy, but he's, but I'm my own man. I can, I'm entitled to my own um, opinions and, and decisions, as he is too, as anybody is. So I, don't, I, I, don't dis, I didn't disrespect JJ in any way. Uh, I just said that I respect what Jake does, because I do. That's my honest opinion. Um, but, yeah, the kids at home and the, and the fans at home who obviously are very invested into that whole thing. They might take it the wrong way. But then, you know, God spare them life. When they when they grow up, they'll realise how ridiculous it is and that they got bigger priorities than than to worry about uh, being on the side of YouTubers. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I think I think you know what, all, all due respect because 
uh, with this whole YouTube mess, there's a lot of like uh, beef here and there. And it's good to see someone stand out and say, you know, it's got nothing to do with me. I respect both sides. And I think that kind of teaches a lesson as well. Honestly, like, I know they wish, a lot of the fans at home would wish that I was out there provoking and pushing Jake's buttons because I'm, I'm team JJ. And if I see Jake, I'm going to smack him in the face. But how am I going to do that? No. So there's no, I'm not going to act up for him. Fair enough, fair enough. He's got a fight against Nate Robinson on the card, like you mentioned. Uh, interesting one. Nate's a, obviously an ultimate athlete in terms of basketball, but I, I can't really see any other way than Jake winning because, you know, there's this boxing experience. You know yourself, and I've seen from, from covering the sport and even like doing bits and buzz with training, but being in the ring is completely different to any other athletic thing. Uh, of course, of course, of course. Do you think, do you think, like, do you think Messi would have a chance at if he fought Floyd because no. he's a great athlete. Yeah. No. That's what I mean. It makes it means no it makes no difference because it's such a uh, specific it's a speciality sport. So when you're when they're saying he can dunk, I'm like, cool. He can. And it's and I and I remember watching Nate Robinson because I'm an NBA fan. I remember watching him dunking and winning the dunk contest and I'm thinking, wow. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you can take punches, give punches. Yeah. You know, that it, it doesn't correlate. And I have made that clear as well. It's not Jake's fault, I guess, because Nate did call him out. But at the same time, Jake had a responsibility to say yes and no. You don't say yes to everyone that wants to fight you. Yeah. And I think that this is a mismatch. This is another This is another mismatch. You know, he fought Gibb. Obviously, Gibb's my guy, but Gibb was not that weight category. Uh, he wasn't. The, he's not the same weight category as Jake, and he saw the difference it made on the night. Yeah. And Nate, it isn't the same weight category as Jake, no. and that you will see that again on the night too, because there's a big weight difference between them that's not being highlighted. Yeah. Um, and we'll see what that what happens. I think it's another first round knockout win for Jake. Um, mm. but obviously I hope Nate can put a good performance in front of. But I want Jake to win anyway, because if Jake loses, then it kills the whole vibe. Yeah. Of uh, the potential JJ fight in the future. Yeah, just a little touch on that JJ fight, actually. Um, they, they obviously, look, the last fight JJ had was November last year. The last fight you were involved in was, was January. It looks like it's going to be, obviously, a massive break till that Jake Paul fight. Who knows, it might be taking place even toward the end of next year. You said that you're going to back off from the coaching side, but should it come, like, it's given you plenty of time to do your own thing and focus on your own goals. Should it come round to a point where you've had a few fights, you've had, you know, you've done a few things, you might take a month or two out uh, of the ring. Would you be, would you be willing to get back and, and coach JJ? Because, you know, you're a great team. No, I appreciate that. But um, I think, I think JJ needs a, a different coach. I think he needs, I, as I said, I'll still be around because I'm, I'm never going to let him go into a fight and not, not support him, not be there for him. But at the same time, there is, there's world-class coaches out there you know, there's there's some there's coaches out there that can teach him a ton more than I could teach him. I don't know if they'll be able to get through to him because sometimes the the bond is stronger than. The... We saw that. We saw that. We saw that. We saw that physically as well. We saw that physically yeah, as well. We saw that with Shannon Briggs. You know, we saw that Shannon Briggs technically his fighter should have killed my fighter based on experience, but it's how you can get through to the person. But I do think it's time for Gigi to expose himself to. Uh, a better coach, a more a coach with more credentials, um, because I only started coaching because of him. 
if he's with, if he can get with someone that's been coaching for a long time, I don't mind being there and just helping out with a few things, getting through to him a little bit. But he, he should come to the ring next time with a, a you know bona fide coach, yeah. and that might make a big difference to his game. Yeah, fair play. That's a that's a good point. I like I like again you're being real about it, and um, it, it makes it makes total sense. Uh, one more thing about the card. Then I saw your video. You know, you meeting Mike. Can't lie, I was sly jealous. But um, it was, it was, it, it, it seems like a once in a lifetime thing. I could tell you were like kind of, you know, honored to be there. Talk us through that because I can't even imagine having a convo with, I mean, one of the greatest of all time, if not in a lot of people's eyes, the greatest fighter of all time. Um, you know, there's a few icons, there's a few sporting icons in in your life that you can meet. Mike Tyson is definitely on on the list of of those um of those fighters. You know, across generations, he's managed to stay relevant to everybody. I was not even thought about in Mike Tyson's prime, but I'm I'm aware of it. People that don't know, um, that don't watch boxing, are aware of Mike Tyson. You know, the, he's one of those names from being the youngest heavyweight champion of the world to biting Holyfield, being in the Hangover. You know, he's truly uh, an icon of 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 today. And um, being in front of him was just weird because. You think you know him because you see so much of yeah. him. You you see so many interviews, podcasts. You think you know the man. But then when you're in front of him, you're like, hold on a second. You know, I don't even know you. Like, I don't know you. You don't know me. I don't know what to say to you. Like, But we found common ground and managed to have a few conversations. Um, he offered me some life advice as well, which you know this man's lived a ton of life. <laughs> a ton of life in multiple different ways. Yeah. So it was great to hear to hear from him. And... um. Hopefully the next time he sees me, um, I think we've got some stuff planned with Triller before the event. Yeah. Um, but if he sees me at the event, he sees me putting in a great performance. As I said, that's the way I can give back is by just showing, showcasing my talent on one of the biggest platforms. For sure. I, I mean, it's definitely a life experience for you. But yeah, as I was saying, we're going to do a little segment right now. It's called uh, YouTube Fantasy Matchups. I'll put a little something together. So One of them, there's three fights. One of them is pretty unlikely. Where another one is maybe, maybe happens, maybe not. And one, I think we all know which one it is, but we'll get to that at the, at the stage. But fantasy matchups, you're going to give me your your winner and a good reason why, solid reason why uh, they would win. So let's go through it. The first fight we've got on is Logan versus JMX. This is the most unlikeliest one, but I think it's a good matchup. This is a boxing match, right? Mm-hmm. Um, JMX, JMX wins. Because he can actually box, like yeah. He to this date, he to this date, go watch it. JMX versus Coach Richard, best boxing performance ever in YouTube boxing. Don't worry about anything else. Just watch that fight. Best technical boxing that I've seen from any YouTuber is JMX. Yeah. So JMX wins that fight. Yeah, I was, I was actually, I can, I can sort of side with you on that because um, Logan has got definitely got skill, but from what we've seen from the two JJ fighters. On the night, it's, it's it's almost a little bit different. And JMX on the night has shown that you know he'll come out and he'll show his ability. Definitely, he know he he's a tough guy. I've hit him hard. Yeah, he's got up, he's got up and taken it, kept it moving. So I know now. Anytime someone mentions JMX in boxing, I can't really vote against him. Ooh, fair enough, fair enough. All right, so the next matchup we've got. Deji versus Gib. Obviously, you've trained uh, Gib. I think you've done some bits with Deji as well. You know them very well. Um, a matchup I would actually like to see. What do you think? 
it's a very 50-50 fight. It's a very 50-50 fight. Obviously, I'm siding with Gib. I don't go against Gib ever. Um, but it is a 50-50 fight because I know if Deji actually put his mind to it, he's be, he probably would be the best boxer He's because he's better than his brother. But he just um, he just doesn't put any work in where his brother puts 100% work in. Yeah. That's the that's the difference. But natural ability and talent. When I first took Deji on the pads, he was better than JJ. Yeah. Um and he's better than Gib. But he don't train. Gib trains, Gib graphs. So that's what makes the fight fifty fifty is it depends on how Deji how serious he takes the uh how serious he takes the event or takes the fight. But I'm going with Gib anyway, that's my final answer. He's um he's you know, put some videos up here and there saying, you know, he's going to make a return many a times. Have you spoke to him? Do you know what's going on with him? What's he What's he up to boxing-wise? I don't speak I don't speak to Deji. I don't I don't speak to Deji. Me and him are, are blessed from a distance. Oh, he's fair one enough. Of those people, you got to be you got to be blessed with them from a distance. But yeah, he's um he's doing his he's doing his thing, but I haven't caught up with him personally, no. All right, fair enough. So yeah, that's a, that's definitely one I'd li- I'd like to see. And then obviously the big one. How can we not talk about it? KSI versus Jake. Hopefully taking place like we mentioned end of the next year. Um, what a fight! I mean, in terms of like captivating like the attention of of the UK and the US. Lo- the Logan fight was one thing, but this one, I think with the, with the little beef they've got going on the heat, it's going to be definitely one to watch. And with Jake's performances over Deji and Gib, it's going to be crazy. Let me know what you think. Break it down for me. Again, man, you know, I'm going I'm going with JJ. It's just if the fight is at the end of next year, it gives him more than enough time to prepare for the fight. Yeah. It gives him more than enough time to get himself in the shape that he needs to be in to compete. And I know the thing with JJ, he knows how much he rides on these events. He knows the pressure that comes with it, but he also reaps the rewards that's come with it. And he's seen that firsthand ton of pressure for the Logan fights, but he performed, came out the other side, elevated and boosted him to a whole new level. So I know when he's fighting, he's fighting for something, uh, you know, that's deeper than just the win. He realizes how much it influences his life and that determination is is second to none. His determination, work ethic is second to none. So I have to go, I have to go with JJ, but it will, it will be a tough fight. Uh, but JJ comes out on top. It intrigues me because, you know, you've been pretty much an athlete, you could say, most of your life now, you know, being in the boxing scene. But how much has yeah. JJ's sort of, like, hard work ethic, not necessarily rubbed off on you, but how much have you taken from it? Because the guy, like, you know, he smashes his music thing on tour and then next thing you know, he's in a ring. He's To be fair, he's doing good with his YouTube again. You know, he's uploading every other every week, uh, multiple times. The, the, the work ethic from JJ, and I've followed him since I was younger as well. It's crazy. I don't understand how he doesn't burn out. I'm sure he has at one point, but how much has it, bit, like, sort of rubbed, on, rubbed off onto you? Oh, of course, being, being around him and seeing what he's achieved, Someone that's so close, you know, you realize, yeah, you, you can do it. You know, I didn't, I didn't have these doubts before, but it, it's reinforcing yeah, to course. be around um, someone with his work ethic, his mentality, you know, and it shows you he. The one thing JJ showed me is uh, he's ex- he's shown me the insides of the industry and giving me advice on how certain things work on the YouTube scene. You know how how the lifestyle that comes with that comes with it as well if you work and push yourself 
And again, it adds extra motivation because, you know, you want these things for yourself. You don't want to experience those things just because you're riding along or tagging along with someone who has it. You want to go get it for yourself. So, yeah, he, he has definitely added some motivation to me and made me think, you know what, I can do this. I can be where you are. I can be further than where you are. Um, and, you know, yeah, that, that stuff is just in, in due time. But, no, definitely a, a motivator um, and just reinforces that, you know, hard work, keep pushing, keep going. You'll get where you need to be. I mean, you're definitely doing it. I mean, away from the boxing stuff, you hit a mill on YouTube, you're uploading, I'm liking the uploads. You enjoying the YouTube life, life a little bit? Um, You know what, with me, I go through waves. I go in and out of waves where I'm enjoying YouTube. Yeah. But right now, yeah, I'd say I'm, I'm, going, I'm enjoying it right now. Right now, it's got, we're going for a good little wave. Whenever I start training for, whenever I start training for a fight, I like YouTube less because it takes time that I don't really want to use. I don't want to use just sitting at home, being boring. I got to find it in me to keep it up and keep the page going. But we do it. We 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 do it. As we said, we work, man. We make sure it gets done. And that right now, I'm happy with where the channel is. And the more I fight, the better the channel will be. And uh, yeah, we'll have some fight videos building up to the to the fight on November 28th, and uh, hopefully some collaborations and stuff coming up soon. But yeah, man, it's um, yeah, I'm enjoying the YouTube stuff right now. Awesome, man. Listen, I appreciate your time. Any final words to uh, the people watching? Listen, thank you for watching. Make sure you like and subscribe to the Realist channel. Jeez. Follow me on any of my socials, which is all is it real I S I T R I L, and yeah, love for the support and hatred. Sports Social Podcast Network.